everyone, welcome to the Upside Out podcast, where we talk with entrepreneurs, artists, athletes, chefs, and other inspiring leaders on redefining uncertainty as possibility. My name is Irina. And my name is Ivana. And we've been best friends for the longest time. And one thing that we have in common is that we're both stubborn optimists. Right now, we are both quarantined together. And as much as we are struggling with adjusting to the new normal, we decided to focus even more than before on looking at the upside of things. So right now, we're all going through really difficult times. And that brings a lot of fear, uncertainty, and a lot of anxiety with it. But if you look at history, what we can see is that the biggest impactful changes and the biggest revolutions came out of adversity. And as much as every adversity sucks, it also carries with it a seed of greater benefit. Honestly, the situation feels to me like a wake-up call on a global level. I mean, humans are finally understanding that we are not the masters of the universe and we do not control everything that is happening around us. We are finally being forced to spend time with ourselves and acknowledge what are our needs and emotions that we were suppressing for such a long time. And as counterintuitive as this seems, this situation can be seen as an opportunity to connect with ourselves and others and reevaluate what are the values that really matter to us as humans and individuals in the long run. Right now, we're seeing two trends developing. On the one hand, we're seeing countries being very stuck into their own world. Borders are closing up, nationalism and racism are rising. People are scared of the uncertainty of the unknown of everything that is foreign. Countries are also taking intense security measures, checking people's data, and people are actually feeling comfortable for the first time to give the privacy away just for the sense of security, which can be very dangerous in the long run. These feelings of disunity and this feeling of discomfort is very common and it's happening everywhere because people are being afraid for themselves and their loved ones. And in these times, there are a lot of things that are crazy, scary and shocking. For example, there are people who are going live and telling people that they should ingest disinfectants. Please don't do it. It's really not safe for anyone. It's highly dangerous, guys. Don't do it. <laughs> But on the other side, we're also seeing the second trend of community and empathy because these two feelings are very strengthened in types of adversity. And I'm pretty sure that all of us are witnessing it in one form or another. Family members are calling each other more often. Colleagues are asking each other how they are and they are being more thoughtful of each other's time. There are people coming together to sing on balcony, bring positivity, bring optimism, or just support each other to find preventive measures. Being connected to one another and practicing empathy are insanely important attributes right now. It helps us to not feel like we're alone in this adversity. But one thing we have to realize is that being able to connect to other people and practice empathy is closely interlinked with our mental health. But right now, our mental health is being seriously challenged. The uncertainty and change mixed with fear are triggering emotional turmoil and are pushing us to face psychological challenges. Up until now, we've been quite resistant when it comes to addressing these topics. And one reason for that is that there is a confusion around the term mental health because it's often associated to mental illness. And to understand the difference between the two is a crucial step to addressing stigma and making people conscious of their own mental state. The way physical health is a measure for our physiological well-being, mental health is a measure for our state of mind. It is something that we all have by default. If you're human, then you have a mind, and by default, you have mental health. Most of us tend to go about our daily lives on autopilot, meaning we follow frameworks, guidance from others, social norms, without overthinking our decisions and path of life too much. Unfortunately, if we stay on autopilot too long, adversity and turmoil will easily bring them to the surface, often resulting in anxiety, excruciating fear, depression, and so on. So one way to address our feelings and to start taking care of our own mental well-being is to step away from autopilot and acknowledge our conscious mind. And that can be extremely hard because it means that we have to accept our vulnerabilities and become aware of the thoughts and feelings we have been pushing aside. It's important to understand that if we make a conscious decision to prioritize mental health and accept our vulnerabilities, we can push the limits of our potential and live a more fulfilled and daring life. Right now, it's very important to take care of ourselves. 
we need to adapt, we need to evolve to the changing times ahead, and we need to see what we can do to live a better life. We have been given an opportunity to redefine what really matters, and we can decide to stop being unconsciously driven by all these external pressures for our day-to-day -day life. This is an opportunity to be vulnerable, to live a more daring life, to find courage and redefine the way we live, work, love and achieve our potential. In this transition between the old normal and the new normal, we can all choose to see the possibility of something better. Maybe the new normal will be better after all. At least for now, this idea can bring us hope. Thank you so much for listening, guys. And we really do hope that you will join us in the upcoming episodes so we can be stubborn optimists together and redefine uncertainty as possibility. Thank you.